Hello, universe. We have nine hours and three minutes exactly according to this calculation by my Samsung Galaxy S4 of high quality recording time. And given that I've already thrown 29-ish minutes into the mix of hmm, statements regarding this week and the... Hmm, this has been... Um, a tough week for me to keep my mouth shut. So when I put myself on a one-week moratorium, which as soon as I left work last Sunday, I knew I wouldn't be speaking publicly for a week. I just needed to think things through. I knew I was being mistreated. I knew I was being supported by nobody. And I knew I was going to be fighting uphill against all uh, mm, resolute challenge. Or I could just concede, walk away quietly, never to be heard from again. But here's the thing. I've lived my life, according to four tenants in the last, I want to say three to five years. And those tenants are these. Be kind, be understanding, be forgiving, listen, and take action accordingly. In other words, it's not enough to just have values. You have to act them out. Well, yeah, I've done that. Ba -ba -ba -ba, to the point that I don't have anything to hide whatsoever. So, <clears throat> karmically, I may be paying off a one-pass-earth get-in-get-out karmic debt. I... I'm okay with that. I get that. I mean, I'm not okay with that. Well, I am at peace with that. I knew I came here on a one-sheet tender. I'm okay with the fact that I have to pay my karmic debt back before I go. What I don't feel good about in all of this assessment is, A, all the noise I just made getting out from underneath my comforter here at, oh, is it not even 11? Um... um the next segment I have to publish, and I'll even give myself a mild admonishment for going slightly too far, but in a reactive sense of somebody going way, way, way too far, I forgive myself for going slightly too far. That said, I also believe I need to find a more positive bent on humanity right now. I think I'm very discouraged by that which I'm seeing. And given that <laughs> if my life plan is going to work out the way that all the unexpected variables have now just bang, 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 fallen into place, well, let's get the last one out of the way. The vote. I don't want to go out on a sour note. I believe in humanity. I believe in its grace. I believe in its creativity. I believe in its synthesis. I believe in its ability to lift all boats. I believe in its galactic goodness. I believe in its fundamental goodness. My journey as a human this time around has taught me so much about accepting myself as an agent of goodness. And how that has to be supported through actions 
of grace and grandeur. All of which I have monumentally achieved this go-round. So, open to full exposure have I been. I've been on a confession now for two years. My entire existence, both before and after this occurrence, is available for public consumption. I am the definition of investigatable. So, when I say investigate me, I mean it. This isn't happenstance. This isn't bluster. This isn't bluff. This is coordinated acceptance of a life lived in grace. And that's really all I have to say on the subject. Except all the shit I have to say next. And then that's all I have to really say. Go mankind. Pause. Okay. Go humankind. Go womankind. Go humanity. Hmm. Go homo sapien. Go homo homo sapien. What are we? Homo sapien sapien? Go team blood red. And human. And woman. All of us. We're the best. Pause. Ah, universe! How you been? I've missed you. It's been a week, at least. I put myself on a one-week moratorium because shit's going down like crazy-ass shit. Stuff that, frankly, oh, I'm glad I didn't speak for a week, but Boy, do I have a lot to say today. <laughs> like a lot. Pause. And let's start with, um, we're going to get high as fuck today. Like, I'm going to set a new record for the number of dabs done during a broadcast. This isn't a broadcast. You know what? Actually, since this is episode 400 of It's All My Fault. I'm well overdue for an episode in which I describe a situation in which none of it's my fault. And I cannot wait to get into the details and facts about the situation because they're all in my favor. That's the best situation to be in. Like I said, if you live your life in a way that you're constantly doing things that you're proud of, well, then you can review your life at any point and explain everything. Because you've never done anything that's uh, substandard. I'm in that position. So, we're going to do some life review today. And we're certainly going to point out a villain, uh, a villainous presence, uh, and their uh, chicanery and villainous ways. I very much look forward to this. And when in the mood to discuss some factual interpretations that are being upheld by an entity in the wrong manner and thus working against you, well, it's good to know that your mom's behind you. Like, you want to tell your mom everything, right? Like, if your mom, for some reason, thinks you shouldn't have been born, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough person to have to negotiate. I've only known two people in my entire life whose mothers wished they'd never been born. One is my current nemesis, 
And two was Lily, the delusional schizophrenic who burned her mom's house down. I kind of get why someone who uh, burns their mom's house down earns the ire of their mother wishing they'd never been born. But as for the other one, I don't have any idea. I just know it's true. I mean, I've told my mom some pretty crazy shit, right? My mom... uh, By the way, uh, we're starting off with Strawberry Cough. Because of course we are. Um, My mom has <coughs> put up with some stories that most moms would uh, at least list in the, let's not have my son ever have to tell me that story story. But after walking her through this entire ooh, uh, situation, well, she certainly feels for me. She can see how I've been railroaded. And um, here's the thing. I actually care about this person who I'm about to railroad, but they're inviting it. They did this to me. They were awful to me on every level. And their awfulest move was a week ago today. So, you know, if you're not willing to stand up for yourself and admit that you've done nothing wrong, you have nothing to hide, and by all means, please, Investigate the situation thoroughly so that you can discover that you are backing the wrong pony and that I am the one who has kept my fucking mouth shut about all of the emotional uh, abuse is a fair word. It's a fair word, but that is still a word I shy from. But the emotional unnecessary entanglement and, uh, and the mistreatment therein of one coworker to another... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's all uh, fucking readily reviewable, and uh, that's why I invited an investigation of the thoroughest nature. Now, unfortunately, the corporation for which I used to work uh, will not stand up behind me. They took my, uh, my notice of grievance and dismissed it without review. So... That leaves me nowhere but the public forum in which to air my grievances, which I'm going to, because I'm in the right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before you go hitting that dab of sour lime pie live rosin, my friend, how do you know you're in the right? Uh, well, okay. How do I know I'm in the right? I'm never one to claim I know anything. Unfortunately, the philosophical conundrum of existence on this planet decides it's so. Therefore, I say, but I do not uh, submit anything uh, but my entire record of connection to this person for your uh, review. I'm in a position where my entire relationship with somebody is reviewable. Because it's all on film. It's either been in the orange box store that is the Home Depot, or it's been in our text messages. No other place have we communicated. So all of it is available to be reviewed. And because of that, I know I'm in the right. I've never done anything inappropriate. I've never even been anything other than encouraging and supportive. So for once in my life, like I am so ready to be investigated.
the fact that they're dismissing. Oh God, that's good. That is so fucking good. Wow. The fact that <coughs> they're dismissing my claim offhand means they know I'm in the right. And they don't want to follow it up. Because if they find out I'm in the right, I'll have a legitimate law case against them. So now, how do you handle that? <coughs> well, fortunately, I know <coughs> a couple of lawyers very well. So I will find out tomorrow how to handle that. And in fact, I will say this. My entire diatribe currently might be one day premature. I took a week off because I wanted to make sure I didn't say anything bombastic or emotionally reactive in a situation in which I think temperance needs to find its perch. Having found the perch of temperance, perhaps I should just read my response to the company, um, because then that's out in public air. Then they can't deny it. And then if anybody at work gets a flutter up their ass to actually do something about my counter-response, huh? well... I wonder how long they technically have. Do they have 72 hours to respond to me? I don't know. And because this situation is uniquely mm, entangled, well, here's the biggest downside. I wish no ill will to anybody at all. Even those who have done ill against me. I'm in a real moral conundrum here. Because I know my actions are right. But I also know my actions will cause someone who I do care about harm. So what do you do? If you don't stand up for yourself, are you the fucking dupe? Is that the ultimate win to get me to stand down when I'm right? Maybe. But then is that the truest sign of forgiveness? The ability to forgive somebody who is directly, negatively influenced your life? I don't know. That's what I really battled with all week. And yeah, I signed on with some glee about another's harm I have to own up to that that was poorly presented but I am damaged here I am hurt I am uh, transgressed against unjustly unfairly and with reckless abandon at what level do I just forgive that It's a tough question. And maybe one that I should spend another day thinking shit through. Especially because then we will have transpired 72 plus hours of time. And that will give me time to speak with an attorney who I definitely need to speak with on this. If I don't get his opinion, I'm a fucking moron. Uh, so should we talk about war? <laughs> Pause. Okay. If there's no response, 
in uh, by this time tomorrow. In other words, if at lunchtime tomorrow, what time is it? Oh, it's, hey, it's only nine o'clock. Nice. So if at nine a.m. tomorrow morning, which I think is fair, I have heard no response. In other words, I haven't even been told that my uh, counter uh, claim was received. Well, then, yeah, I'm going to announce the whole fucking thing right here. And I don't have a problem doing that because this is my actual data uh, and fact sheet of what happened. Now, this is just the outline of what happened. This isn't point by point how things went down. But if I get no response across the entire week, that's as I will start laying out what went down. Until we get to the end when... A week's worth of shit hit the fan for no reason. All of which was generated by another person. So, again, I just will let the facts speak for themselves. I have no uh, other agenda here except to defend my name against pernicious attack. And because I consider this a pernicious attack, on which I'm getting no support from my previous employer, whom I quit last week at this time, well... I guess about seven hours from now. Uh, so 161 hours ago, when I just walked out of the office saying, I quit because you are taking seriously the attack against me that you know is false. Well, again, no support. So I might as well just tell you all what happened <clears throat> and let you all decide. That's the way I see it. That way, whatever the story is, uh... Hmm, well, one thing's for sure, it's going to be hard to light this damn torch. Oh, got her lit. Let's have some cheetah piss. Pause. Okay, hang on, cheetah piss coming. Kitty, that was not a fucking invitation for you. Get out of here. Get out of here. All right. Pause. Oh, oh, man, the cat. The cat's bad. Um, I know she needs to go down. But, fuck, man, she's my only friend right now. And that is a disappointing truth. But what are you going to do? Um, so here are a couple terms. First of all, I no longer work at the Home Depot. Second of all, um... I will never work at the Home Depot again. Third of all, I uh, was um, sanctioned by a coworker for inappropriate behavior. And so uh, I have asked for proof of that inappropriate behavior and have been served no proof. So as a counter uh, claim, I claim that I have never been inappropriate with anybody ever in the entire history of my time working at the Home Depot. And since that's all available for review, they can prove it. And um, as a counterclaim, I have an official document that I have delivered to the Home Depot, but I don't know if it's appropriate to read that today until maybe tomorrow. Maybe that's the first thing I'll do is read that tomorrow. If they haven't responded to me by 9 a.m. tomorrow, great. I'll just read this document. And then I will start proving my point. 
over and over and over again. At which point, I will give up, because really, once I've cleared my name, I don't give a shit about the rest of it. But I do care that my employer, to whom I expressed a counter-grievance, has listened to me not at all. That is concerning, especially in America, where fucking your job means everything. This country is shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mr. Blue Train Hayes. Are you sure you want to say this country is shit? Well, I mean, okay. You know how you get that feeling of disconnection with your leadership or your structure of governance or whatever it may be? It can be in high school, for fuck's sake. You don't agree with the way the administration is coming down on some incident with some friends of yours that are involved. So now you're like, fuck this school. Well, that's the mood I'm in with the country right now. Because I don't care what you have to say as a leadership structure when 70% of your populace is asking you to call for a ceasefire and not one of you is talking about it. You're just, you, you are disconnecting in a way that I want to say, yeah, this country is shit right now. Get it? The overwhelming majority of Americans want the Gaza Israel conflict to be called to a ceasefire and not one of our politicians is willing to say anything about it. Pause. That level of duplicitous bullshit drives those of us who are concerned good human beings nuts. Just like the shit I have to put up with at work. Well, it's not work anymore. At what used to be my job. I was forced out in nine months' time, this woman managed to get me the fuck out the door of that place. I'll give her that. I will... <coughs> okay, so here's some things. I tactically lost to this person. She beat me. I concede that. And I concede that in a way that it's just... I don't know. It's mushy. Uh, everyone who's listened to any of this knows that I'm an emotional fucking... Uh, I'm the most emotional man I've ever met. And as such, um, I'm deeply, uh, invested emotionally in things when I open up. So there is some hurt here that is uniquely assigned to me that I would think no other fucking human being, let alone other man, would put themselves through. So to combat that argument first, yeah. You're absolutely right. This is an emotional train wreck of a story in which I don't have uh, much to show except emotional damage. So why do I want to expose that? I do not. I have no interest except that it's what happened. It's the truth. And um, inside of that, um, including my own attempts to defend myself from further uh, damage from this person... Um, I have now been somehow flipped into the person who caused damage. No, see, that's the part in which I say, okay, if that's the story you want to officially try to tell, well then no, we're going to tell the truth. I, what's funny is I've talked about all of this shit. It's not like I haven't brought this up. I brought it up, uh, a lot more, mm, gracefully than to actually try to denigrate 
any of the people involved. I was smarter than that. But I've spoken about it. So, I'm on the record. I know what I have to say because I've already said it. Um, and, again, if somehow this is what you want to deem as a level of inappropriate behavior, then fine. I'm willing to be sanctioned. I'm 100% opening myself up to scrutiny. And while I may not <clears throat> be emotionally um, relatable in every circumstance that I process, I'm emotionally true. No one can argue that. You can go back and just take anything from... Well, the reason there's not a whole lot of recording from last February is because that's when this hit. When I realized what was dissipating. And while I never really put together that something that wasn't going to engage was going to cause me this much pain, that it was going to, uh, I don't know, sidetrack my life enough that I had to leave my job. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I documented all this already. So what, uh, what you want to say about real emotional pain can certainly be seen. Now, taking the entire month of February off, essentially, was because it was almost impossible to move through any discussion without breaking down. Call me what you will. Call me a pansy. Call me a fucking uh, reactive piece of shit. I don't care. What I am is somebody who was negatively influenced by a coworker, left my job because of it, tried to return to my job in a capacity to maintain enough distance from this coworker to just do my job, and then realizing I couldn't really maintain that distance, tried to reconcile a situation that then blew up. So there's the short of it, and boy do I look forward to telling you the long of it. But on to other things. The, the domestic um, election process is falling apart in real time. That's another level of fuck this country that's going on right now are people who feel they can't even be heard enough to find another voice of leadership to put into the mix to say, hey, we got a presidential election coming up. These are the times that the people like to speak up when they're frustrated, and you won't even let us speak up. That's not good. Pause. And since we've gotten this far, I say let's go all the way to Reno and back. Oh, Reno and back. Well, this stuff is going to put me on my back, as they say. So, pause. All right, and so the main reason I'm going to go through this entire detailed rehashing of what the fuck happened is because, A, uh, it will help uh, unwind all the fucking pain, that's for damn sure, uh, and B, it will uh, give me an opportunity to stand up for men everywhere in a time when there's no voice to be heard for male uh, rights and responsibilities in this current situation of civilization on 8675309 Earth in the year of whatever this is, the year after Trump went crazy. All right, well, we're all about to take a major risk. I am opening the bedroom door to allow the cat the opportunity to join us. 
I believe she will take us up on that opportunity since the space heater's in here. Not that it's even cold. It's been really nice the last three days. The weather's been great. So, it feels very not Thanksgiving-y. How can Thanksgiving be Thursday? That feels awfully quick. Um, <sighs> having had a slight break to go see what the cat was up to. Um, I used to just let all this sit unclosured uh, and, frankly, um, extremely dissatisfyingly. But whatever. Life is life. Um, in a pile of just karmic restitution. And I have enough karmic uh, entanglement in this life to believe that this is direct karmic restitution for this life. And I'm fine with that. In fact, I'm so fine with that that hmm, I really do quarrel with whether or not I'm doing the right thing here. Like, I, don't, I just don't wish anybody harm. It's not in my nature. It's frankly something that I, I, I believe that as I create that in the universe, it comes back to, to, to harm me. The only way that it doesn't is if there's a tilted landscape against, in which case you've already suffered the harm, and thus you're just writing the landscape. So to not stand up for yourself is just to allow yourself to be dropped down and down for no reason. Ah, these are literally difficult choices to make. I hope for more people than just myself. Because even though I know I'm in the right, Creating that which will come with determining others need to know that. Why? I know that. I'm well aware of it. So why do I need to create a situation in which others suffer so that I can be proven correct? What is that about? <clears throat> How can that be serving the better of humanity? Well, fuck man, I don't. Don't know. I don't know. But I feel like the statement and self-defense, as it were, because I was forced to write this reply. I would never have written this reply. Two weeks ago, none of this could even have been conceived. Okay, and here's the worst of all of it. Oh, my fucking life plan is proving true. You want to go listen to the shit that is spooky? Go listen to me describe my life plan in coordination with this person and how I can't believe that that's how it's supposed to work out and that it's working out exactly like that. That scares the shit out of me because that means what was next on my life plan is way closer than I thought it was. So when you put that all together... Really, what's what's the point? What's the point of following up on this at all? Hmm. Well, clearly I should go take another dab. Everybody must be into this here apple fritter stuff because, boy, can you find that all over Denver. And that is one that I just can't say one way or another how I feel about it. So, as I'm about to hit this big fat dab of it, well, don't be disappointed if we start playing Pandemic or something next.
I mean, yeah, you can be disappointed that I picked Pandemic off the board game shelf. You want to talk about a game that's hard to fucking win. Boy, is that game hard to win. And uh, so I respect that Pandemic kept the challenge level on that game high. I mean, if you play it on difficult, I don't think you can win. You have to have everything literally go exactly right. And I don't even know if there's... I don't even know if you can actually have the necessary outcomes to win the game against the chance of epidemic that that level of of integration coordinates. Even on beginner, the fucking game is a challenge. So the rule set is clearly tilted against. And, And more power to them. I can count on fewer than two hands, probably fewer than one hand, how many times I've beat Pandemic. But I've beaten it in a couple different ways. And I'll tell you, the one way that I beat it the, the luckiest was by having the, uh, the, um, the expert who, who keeps the uh, Pandemic from being able to enter cities, including all the cities she's coordinated with. And it was strictly... Like, she just happened to keep being in exactly the right spot for no really good reason. And so, it's by far the luckiest win in board game history of all time for me. Is that game of Pandemic that I won with the, what are they called? The, like, disease expert or something. And it's not the scientist. She's different. It's the woman with the the frizzy hair. And, um, yeah, I mean, so, so lucky was it that she was in my group doing what she was doing that, I I mean, it was the easiest win in pandemic I've ever had to the point I've tried to recreate her influence in parties many times thereafter and never come close because she's always in the wrong part of the board. She's useless, except in that one game. Pause. And obviously if I'm playing a board game with other human beings who I barely know, it's going to be ticket to ride. Ticket to Ride is the perfect board game. There, I've called it. Ticket to Ride, perfect board game. Pause. That, my friends, is one thing humans got right. 